Hello, my friends. You're listening to the Naked Songwriter Podcast. This is the Aries Full Moon Edition. It's your brother DK coming to you with some star wisdom, some experimental soundscape poetry. I'm looking up at the wall. The Six of Poetry card, Cooperation, William Blake Tarot of the Creative Imagination. He says, Gods are names of the eternal attributes or divine names. They ought to be the servants and not the masters of men, of man, woman. Cooperating in the bliss of man, obeying his will. Servants to the infinite and eternal of the human form. Yeah, man, I've been, uh, I've been sick since the last time we talked. Back at the Labor New Moon two weeks ago. I'm choosing to see this as ascension symptoms detox. Which is what it feels like for the most part. Uh, But I know a lot of people have been just having a really rough time. Today, man, today was rough, dudes. For no real perceivable reason, you know. Other than been putting it out there. Speaking my truth, as they say, in the new age business, in the civil rights and elsewhere. Yeah, man, you know, you're always going to get some blowback when you start really being, uh, operating from the authentic self. Everything in the system is set up to keep us enslaved, you know, including our beliefs about God. So for those of you who, uh, didn't get off the fence in time to uh, make the Beyond Mind series. Um, we talked about how simple it is to really um, just live a beautiful life, you know, whatever your circumstances are and how you can manifest more and more of the life that you desire. But why don't we do that? Well, because we don't feel like it's safe to trust. We don't trust our intuition. Until now. Carolyn Casey. And why don't we trust? Well, when we were little, who were our gods? Mom, dad, teachers, other relatives, older siblings. You know, I'm talking when we were very, very young and we're helpless and we need... We have this drive to survive, right? And the bigger people really were godlike to us. Um, so my son, when he was younger, really did not like babies at all. And um, one time he told me that he didn't like babies because babies always stare at you. And he said, 
Their teachers tell them not to stare. They tell them it's not polite to stare. But they don't listen. You know, and why do babies stare at older kids? Because they want to they wanna be like the older kids, you know? we want When we're babies, we want that freedom to move our bodies and to run and jump and be able to talk and communicate in words. So we really look up to our parents and, you know, our other elders as gods. And most of us didn't have, you know, two parents, let alone one parent who gave us good enough parenting who taught us that it was really safe to trust and if you did man that's awesome you know but you still got this shit in school you still got it um so many places growing up but um the upshot of that is that until we become aware of that process that happens to pretty much all of us you know we have this unconscious belief that God is not trustworthy, the universe is not trustworthy, that the universe probably wants to shame us and punish us and neglect us and do the old attack, attract thing and just use us for our energy, you know, so we can have the greatest, you know, conscious mind, rational, intellectual beliefs about how great the universe is, but until we deal with the trauma that comes from having our basic needs and desires shamed, ignored, or even worse, being beaten, um, being sexually abused, being literally abandoned, neglected, then um, it's going to be really hard to to create the life that we want. So... Um, Full moon in Aries today, 5.08 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.08 uh, p.m. Pacific Time. Aries is the sign of the individual, um, it's individual fire, personal fire. And Aries energy is seeking an identity. And it does that by impulsively, these impulses, these energies arise within the self. And there's this impulsive desire to um, as my beloved says I have a lot of Aries in my chart to ram ahead you know and just just and, I, and she's made me aware of how suddenly I tend <laughs> to change directions or you know go from a complete dead stop to full on you know ram motion towards something that I'm passionate about or interested in but that's the way Aries naturally wants to flow and you know, in having these impulsive experiences, Aries learns what it likes, what it doesn't like, what's good for it, what's not good for it. We hope. Um, and, you know, and so from that, we learn what our identity, what our true identity is, not the persona that we were given in childhood, right? So this um, full moon in Aries, man, and this is like, this lunar cycle has been so intense. You know, so first of all, um, yeah, let me place this in context. So the eclipses in Capricorn Cancer, especially because Saturn, the ruler of Capricorn, has been conjunct the south node. So um, karma, uh, past life, you know, the things that if we don't figure out and understand and bring to a higher vibration will make us subject to fate rather than really having free will. So Saturn um, 
you know, structure, authority, um, how we how we kind of set up our game so that we can proceed through life and and eventually climb the climb to the top of the mountain and experience success. So, um, yeah, the Capricorn Cancer eclipses in the summer were really super focused on. Um, past life karma coming up, dysfunctional family system trauma coming to the surface. You know, all of the things that we carry around, and one of the other things we talked about in Beyond Mind is that the only thing that keeps us from, really from instant manifestation, we can heal anything. We can create anything that's within our soul path. Um, we don't have to struggle, you know. We, we can just basically be ourselves, have a good time. You know, we're going to have ups and downs. That's the nature of life. Um, but we can have a, we can enjoy even feeling sad or feeling sick, you know? So depending on our perspective and how present we're able to be with it. Um, but we, we all carry this load of baggage you know trauma you know we can see most of it is originating in uh, childhood but some of it we may have brought in from other lifetimes or dimensions you know whatever that karma thing is and a lot of it most of it at least from this lifetime is not ours it's just dumped into us by people who are bigger and stronger than us and are better with words or they are the authority so, you know, we, we get to be adults and we're carrying around all of this pain and all of this sadness and fear and resentment and hatred and anger and grief and despair and jealousy and whatever you want, whatever else you want to throw in there. But we don't allow ourselves to know that we have that, right, until now, because it's too painful, right? And especially toxic shame or core shame which is shame that doesn't arise um, in a healthy way within the body because we know we did something wrong and you know the shame is there to, to remind us not to do that again um, core shame or toxic shame is shame that's just dumped onto us or dumped into us and um, you know if sexual abuse is a is probably the most obvious way to see that um you know, how, how many rape victims don't report, especially, you know, I think it's getting better, but don't report the rape because there's this just intense shame that, you know, comes from being penetrated by somebody against your will, right? And so energetically, we were all raped as children repeatedly, you know, where, where this, this hostile energy was pushed into our four body system without our consent. So, um, you know, enlightenment, living the life of your dreams is really simple, but it requires us to look at the things that we're trained specifically not to look at, to repress into the, sh the psychological shadow. So along comes the Aries full moon, and um, this full moon is just so fascinating to me, even though it's just been beating the crap out of me for the last two or three days. Um... And we're, we're right in between the eclipses from the summer and the eclipses um, going happening at the um, Yule, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, 
winter holiday, and um, then there's another one January 10th, right around the time of the uh, much-brooded Saturn-Pluto conjunction, which is going to be, it's all going to get really exciting. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's world-changing astrology, so what do we expect? We're going to deal with it. We're going to rise to the occasion, I hope. But, um, so right with Libra being between Cancer and Capricorn being the 90-degree the point between those two signs, um, this lunar cycle has been really intense and it's been reactivating a lot of that stuff from the summer. So, you know, anything that we didn't deal with, weren't able to, to access or get in touch with, that is holding us back from being the creator, um, you know, parts of God that we actually are, that that's coming up again in this uh, Libra moon cycle that started two weeks ago. So we're going to get more of this in, you know, December and January with those eclipses, you know. So again, like I wrote uh, on Facebook and Instagram the other day, you know, if you're just like sitting around distracting yourself, um, you know, drinking your wine and um, waiting for somebody to come along and make things better for you, you know, and thinking that if Donald Trump gets impeached, everything's going to suddenly be peachy. Man, you got to wake up because, I mean, I just don't want you to suffer unnecessarily, right? It's like this is an intense time. And if you're listening to this, you're probably one of the souls who showed up here to help with this great transition to a new, kinder, more humane, more beautiful world. So you got to get with the program and you got to be doing your work, man. Um, I don't know how else to say it, you know, than that. I just like, you know, kind of get tired of hearing myself say this stuff, but, but that's what the great spirit keeps telling me to say. So I keep saying it. So, uh, the Aries full moon, the fascinating thing is that we've got the sun in the 21st degree of Libra moon in the 21st degree of Aries, both exactly within a degree square Pluto, which is in the 21st degree of Capricorn, which I mentioned in last week's, or uh, the Libra New Moon podcast two weeks ago. And the full moon is trine Jupiter, so the sun is sextile Jupiter in Sagittarius. So we've got this really intense, you know, challenging, dynamic, it's going to make change happen square from the sun and moon to Pluto and Capricorn. So Pluto is specifically the archetype within the world that is bringing about the destruction of the whatever is old and in the way in the current world system. So financial, education, healthcare, government, um, you know, just breaking all that stuff down. And so that these new ideas that many of us are already in tune with, um, you know, new technologies, innovative ways of perceiving how to self, how we can organize ourselves in society so that it's fair for everybody um, and not just people, but the planet and our four-legged and two-legged and winged and finned brothers and sisters. So, um, you know, there, that's a really incredibly strong, uncommon tension for a full moon to make. And then at the same time, we've got this really positive aspect pattern going on with Jupiter. So Jupiter expansion, good fortune, wisdom, you know, generosity, abundance, prosperity, 
So it's kind of like, you know, there's two ways we could play this in a sense. You know, we could play it unconsciously and then we're probably going to get smacked by the full moon square Pluto. Also got to mention Eris, goddess of discord is um, within about two degrees of the Aries full moon. So she's, she's Eris moves very, very slowly. So um, she's been hanging out in that part of the Zodiac for a long time. But um, this full moon is activating that discord um, revolution. You know, stop making sense in the way of the old world and, you know, tune into the new to freedom energy, which is very aligned with Aries as well. That that sense of I need my freedom. Um. <clears throat> So we could, you know, play this unconsciously and then we're going to just get hammered again. You know, as you can't mess around with Pluto, man. Pluto's going to win any battle that you go into with him. So he's got all the forces of the underworld at his command. And, or we could play it consciously and we're going to talk specifically about some of the degree symbols and how we can do that. And then we can access this also incredibly powerful but more overtly beneficial energy of Jupiter and Sagittarius so it's an interesting interesting moment and you know I do want to want you to remember that the choices you make now are going to have a strong bearing on what your experience is going to be in 2020 as we kick off with the 2020 with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, more Cancer-Capricorn eclipses. Um, we've got the Great Conjunction, the 20-year Jupiter-Saturn conjunction happening at the end of the year. I mean, it's going to be a... 2020 is going to be epic, man. So, um, let's start with the Sun and Libra. So, we've got um, John Sandback's Omega symbol for Libra 21st degree. The sea as still as a mirror. John Sandbeck says, When the mind is stilled, emotional turbulence subsides, and the vast depths of the subconscious can be experienced. So this degree can bring us to a much deeper awareness of every aspect of consciousness. Um, it imports to the world around it a clarity that is transcendently healing, even if many people can only experience it for moments at a time. So, um, I had a moment like that just uh, a few hours ago. Um, I just felt really exhausted and sad and angry today and didn't know exactly why. And I kind of soldiered through my day and just felt like I was just bumbling around, wasting time. I was trying to get the podcast recorded earlier in the day, and just everything I did seemed to just be crappy. Had some really negative self-talk and negative internal dialogue going on, and I ended up doing some painting on, on uh, the, the, our, uh, our beach pad here at uh, 919 for Rentas. <laughs> That's the name of our complex. It actually used to be called Costa del Sol back in the heyday, probably in like the 50s, 60s, when this, uh, when this little building was built. Now it is known as 919 Forentes. Call 919 Forentes today. We'll set you up with something. With something. <laughs> 
it's a it's a fixer upper man but um so you know i was just like i'm so angry i'm gonna do some painting and like i went to the home depot and got some paint and mixed in my ionic paint additive from air renew uh in florida really awesome stuff at killing um negative odors that are embedded into your walls check it out man ionicpaint.com um i love inventions like that i love that kind of science you know it's just like i mean it was like it's 40 bucks a a packet and you're supposed to mix a packet in in a gallon every gallon of paint but dude it's like uh the bedroom in this place like was so dusty and there's a lot of mildew and mold you know it's the it's uh the south deep south deep deep south and um we painted the bedroom last weekend and you know sometimes you walk in the bedroom and it's just like walking out the smell is like walking into a meadow mountain meadow after a rainfall it's like so clean and fresh so i'm like well at least if i can't do anything else i'll improve the air quality in the main room and so i did the painting and that felt good and then i was just still exhausted and like feeling like man i gotta get this podcast out man it's almost the full moon and people like need some some hope and some help and i just feel so like all just angsty and contracted and um, I lay down on the couch and, and I just was like, closed my eyes and just, I was feeling so anxious that I'm just like, man, I mean, why am I even trying to rest? And then, you know, I just did some breathing and all of a sudden I just felt myself pop into this clear mental space, you know, where the emotional turbulence subsides and I can start to experience what's going on at deeper levels of the self. So, you know, to be fair, I've been practicing that skill for years and years and years. Um, You know, so most days I can do that pretty easily. And also, if you haven't been practicing it, there's so many ways to get there. You know, so find one one of the ways that works for you. And you need to be doing that. You can't, I mean, I don't know how you, you know, it's like unless you're staying like fucked up. You know, it's like, I don't know how people are even handling this energy if you don't have a spiritual practice of some sort that works for you. So, um, John Sandback, who I totally highly recommend his work on the degree symbols. He's just, he's a poet. I mean, literally, he writes poetry. But um, his take on these symbols that he channeled is also so poetic. He says, it is the constant turbulence of the phenomenal world that keeps our consciousness shrouded in illusion. This degree has a deep desire to see beyond this turbulence to the still sea of the Omega symbol. At its best, it is able to see all relationships in the context of the evolutionary process and to tap into the deepest meaning that lies beyond all outer conflict and confusion. In essence, this degree has the power to look beyond surface distortions to glimpse the core meanings of all of its connections. So, I mean, I think that's just really beautiful and inspiring, you know, and especially Libra relationship season. And and with this lunar cycle, I mean, relationship stuff is up big time for so many people. I could tell you some stories, but I'd be betraying confidentiality, so I won't. Um, But you may be experiencing that already in your own life. So, 
It's the constant turbulence of the phenomenal world that keeps our consciousness shrouded in illusion. Right? And so there's a couple things here. One, the, the system of the world, so Capricorn at this time and place on the you know, eternal um, Ouroboros um, circle of infinity, right? Where we are now, the system of the world is really cunningly designed to constantly shake us out of our Aries authentic self experience of the authentic self experience of who we really are and throw us into these reactive mental, emotional, physical, spiritual states where we cannot make good decisions, we cannot know clearly who we are, why we're here, what we're doing, what the real possibilities are, you know, which are way vaster and way more positive than anything you're going to hear on the news or from your coworkers, etc. But we can't tune into that because our minds, it's like our minds being buffeted by all of these media, you know, the assault of media, cars driving by, like the no, just the noise in, in the United States of America is, you know, the ambient noise that's not, um, it's not human friendly. It doesn't make our bodies happy, right? That we deal with um, all the time. And then so many people, you know, if they, once you buy your house and you, you're out in the suburbs and it's quieter, right, you, they turn on Fox News and have the TV going all day so that they don't have to actually be quiet. Because what happens when, you, when you're quiet? Oh, you can hear your thoughts. You can see, you know. So I think it's, you know, there, there's one thing there, which is we have to give ourselves some credit and we have to, you know, we need to forgive ourselves for when we do slip out of awareness of the authentic self and awareness of our God self, creator self, because the system is completely designed to, <clears throat> to make us do just that. And that's why we need practice. That's why we need community. That's why we need people who can help jog our memory of who we really are and jog us out of our association with these false identities of the victim, of the sick person, of the eternal striver who never gets the reward. So that's a really powerful awareness that this uh, full moon is trying to tune you into. And the, the second one is that this energy that's in place right now is able to help us see all of our relationships. So our relationship with our lover, partner, spouse, our relationship with, you know, our boss, with our um, siblings or our parents or our children, our relationship with ourself, relationship with money, relationship with, um, you know, uh, your job, with the world, with the world economy, with the, the government, whatever. It's able to help us see are these relationships in the context of our evolutionary process. Well, what good does that do me, you might ask? When we see the, the turbulence on the surface as a passing phenomena, phenomenon, 
And underneath we always have the calm, powerful, nourishing sea of life. Then it's a lot easier to talk ourselves out of disasterizing, catastrophizing, you know, making impulsive bad decisions, you know, to distract, to numb ourselves, to um, blame, shame, you know, to, to attack somebody else in order to make our ego feel better. So putting everything in context, it's like, we're, you know, we're building these muscles, right? We're getting stronger. And we're also letting go of so much stuff. And I've had to fight for this one, you know, repeatedly over the last couple of weeks. And there have been some times where I was just like, I hate all of this. I'm so sick of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to process any more emotions with you. I don't want to process any more emotions with myself. I don't want to feel any more feelings. I don't want to feel sick anymore. I probably don't even freaking want to be here anymore. Uh, you know, it's just like, ah. Uh, but hey, that's a feeling. That's what I was feeling, you know? So I've been able to express that um, in my safe space. And then, you know, then I can get back to seeing, oh yeah, this is actually letting go of all of this stuff, like all the places where I was so frustrated as a child and so angry and upset, but I couldn't show it because, you know, then I'd get punished more. I'd get more shame, I'd get more abuse. So, um, you know, once I can see it in that context, it's like, okay, you know, today kind of sucks. Um, but usually when we're trapped in our trauma trances from early life experiences, you know, we, we unconsciously start to believe that it's always going to be like this. You know, life sucks, man. Life's a bitch. Then you die. Right. And I know people, um, who, that is their default outlook, you know, because they haven't ever really been able to see through the turbulence and recognize that, hey, if I just did some simple things every day, you know, or even some days that and if I were willing and able to feel my feelings instead of um, making up stories and attacking myself or attacking other people, then I would realize like that the nature of life is you're up and then you're down, you know, it's day and then it's night. It's sunny, then it rains. It's summer, then it's winter. And um, that's a much, much happier place to live than everything sucks and it's just getting worse and, you know, then we're going to die. <laughs> Maybe it'll be better after death, right? Although this this quote came up in the Beyond Mind call and it just always cracks me up. It, I think it was Carl Jung who said, you know, just because people die doesn't instantly add a hundred points to their IQ. They don't suddenly just become geniuses. So that's probably the same for us, you know, I'm going to guess. Okay. Um, moving right along because it's getting late. I'm getting tired. You need the word and I got the word for you. We're going to look at the full moon in Aries, 21st degree of Aries, a woman drying flowers and carefully preserving their colors. So what happens at a full moon our emotions come to the surface. The subconscious stuff ruled by the moon in astrology comes to the surface, specifically often um, involving mother or early patterns around nurturing and home. And with this full moon in Aries, this all of the patterns that we're talking about today are trying to tune us into our authentic self. Um, William Blake again said that Jesus acted from impulse and never from reason. 
So um, big plug for Aries there. You hold on to all that is beautiful in life, John Sandback writes. Your stamina and high-mindedness help you to survive in even the most difficult of situations. So um, this energy of uh, this, this degree, you know, however rough things are, it can really light our way through difficult times. And so we're looking for the beauty. Oh, interestingly, he says, looking beyond the discord and negativity of life. I don't know if Eris would appreciate that. Yeah, we may have to talk about her on another podcast. Okay, so I talked about this degree last week. Um, it's amazing how often this degree has been highlighted in 2019, and it will also be highlighted by the January 10th eclipse in next year. And this is the degree where Pluto is, Capricorn 21. As, wom- as a woman moves down a passageway, many hands reach out to touch her. If you keep moving forward, guiding and helping forces will reach out to assist you. There may, as, there may as well be other forces which will attempt to retard and stop you. But this too is good for it gives you the chance to confront your shadow self and hence to understand yourself in a much more complete way. So, and another thing that, uh, that comes up in the Chandra symbol for this degree is that we can appreciate the past and accept it for what it is, or we can actually change the past by freeing ourselves from its influence. Well, how do we do that? So obviously there's a, you know, in this degree, again, just keeps getting highlighted uh, repeatedly. Saturn, Pluto, the eclipses, this full moon. So I think, you know, this is the universe's way of saying, hey, you know, might, might want to pay attention to this. One thing is owning our shadow. Right, so we talked about that in the last podcast, and that's a short one. Um, so if you if you missed that one, please go back and listen. I, I think it, there's some really helpful information there. So we can own our shadow. You know, this all of this turbulent relationship energy gives us a good opportunity to practice that, and we can free ourselves from the influence of the past. We can actually change the past by freeing ourselves from its influence. How do we do that? Yeah, we feel our feelings, right? We stop running away from the trauma and we face it. And you're going to need help with that. You know, whether it's a support group or recovery group, um, therapist, coach, but you need somebody who can hold space for you to feel those feelings and to let that stuff come out. Some of it you can do on your own but you definitely need other people. You know, you need qualified, you need qualified help when you, when you open Pandora's box. So um, as my friend who was on the podcast uh, a couple pods ago, Corinne Grillo, you know, <laughs> said to me repeatedly, you know, DK, once you open Pandora's box, you can't put that stuff back. It's all going to come out. And she's right. And getting it all out, guess what? Now you're light. Now you're free. Now you're a clear channel for cosmic energy to flow through. Now you literally can heal everything. You literally can create the life of your dreams. So um, we have to be, be willing to go there. Okay, last one here. So this is, the, this is the if we're willing to stick with it and, you know, ride out the storm of this energetic uh, signature 
then we can tap into that full moon trine Jupiter. So Jupiter, uh, 21st degree of Sagittarius, deep in the jungle, travelers discover the ruins of an ancient city. Within each person are hidden glories yet to be discovered, remembered, and retrieved. John Sandback writes, This degree senses the presence of these and is able, usually covertly, to subtly tune whoever they encounter into the inherent greatness within themselves. Even if it happens only in the faintest of ways, a new, clearer perspective on life is experienced. So, um, he's writing as if the, uh, this degree is highlighted in someone's natal chart, but this degree is highlighted for all of us in the natal chart of the Aries full moon. And it's, it's promising that the hidden glories of the self can be discovered, remembered, and retrieved. And my beloved's been talking a lot lately about, you know, the fact that as this trauma comes up and is released, that it's giving us the opportunity to reclaim so much of our power that we invested in traumatizing, abusive relationships. You know, and again, whether that's a relationship with a parent, with a spouse, a former lover, partner, with work, with a company, with food, substances, our body, body issues, we can reclaim that power as we release the old stuff, which is really, I think, a great thing to be aware of. So um, this full moon, when we tap into that Jupiter energy, it's able to subtly tune us into the inherent greatness within the self. And, you know, if we really are the creator, we're just these kind of apparently splintered, you know, prismatic, um, holographic little, little uh, shards of creatorness floating around in some imaginary universe. But, you know, if we're really God, if we're really goddess, if we're really the, the source, then, of course, we have greatness inherent within the self, right? So uh, the Chandra symbol for Jupiter degree is toad singing at night. There are energies which are calling to all of us all the time. As we grow more sensitive and more ready, the volume of these calls is turned up. Or rather, our attention becomes increasingly attuned to them, which causes them to seem to magnify. Even when engulfed by darkness, uncertainty, and alienation, raise your hand if you've been feeling that, um, our own kind is out there, calling to us, sending us messages of hope and encouragement. And that is the truth. And I hope that this message of hope and encouragement reaches you reaches your inner ear and convinces you that you certainly are good enough and you deserve to encounter your inherent greatness and to live a beautiful life. To realize such things progressively as we evolve is as miraculous as the discovery of the ancient ruins in the Omega symbol. It is. It, I mean, it is. You know, I'm just blown away almost every day by the fact that the work I put in for so long, you know, I mean, which wasn't that long. Well, 
actually i've been around here for um hundreds of thousands of years i keep coming back to this planet so it has been a while but in this lifetime um you know when i really got serious about i got desperate enough to really start making my personal evolution a priority and i got willing to look into pandora's box and look look at the shadow and I started taking responsibility for everything in my life or attempting to, you know, getting better and better as I went along. And, you know, when I look at my life now, it's like shocking, (laughs) still kind of shocking to me. Like, oh, wow, all that stuff I was trying to manifest 12 years ago, the last time Jupiter was in Sag and, and many years before that, it's here it is it's like wow it's like magic it just showed up you know and it it just showed up as um i think partly a result of grace you know i believe that the creator really does love and adore us um what what is uh, i gotta throw one more william blake quote at at you eternity is in love with the productions of time god that's so beautiful especially with Jupiter's um, resonance with the theater. So, um, yeah, it is, it's, it, it's miraculous. It feels miraculous, and yet it's there for all of us. So um, I'm going to send you off into the, into the post, the night of the post full moon um, and the rest of this cycle. Um, we're going to be back to talk about the Scorpio new moon happening at the end of the month, um, Samhain, the Halloween cross-quarter day, and the upcoming Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Yeah, you know you love it. You love those Mercury retrogrades. So I'll, I'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about that. But um, yeah, I just want to send you off with that hope and with the injunction of like, just start, man. Just, you know, and if you're doing it, just keep doing what you're doing and know that the work bears fruit, you know, and you'll get better at it. You'll get smarter. You'll get better and better at recognizing when your inner child has been triggered and she needs your attention. And then if you're like me, you'll probably forget about it for days or weeks at a time. And, you know, and then you'd be like, oh, it's my inner child. I've been totally like, locking her in the car, you know, in the parking lot with the windows rolled up because I didn't want to deal with her. And, you know, then you run over and she's still alive. Um, and she forgives you. Amazingly, children are so forgiving. And you get better and better. And, you know, sometimes the it takes, in the realm of time, there's a lag between doing the work and getting the benefits, but you always get the benefits. And trust me, if I can tell you that, Um, Because I'm stubborn and um, willful and impulsive and hard-headed and a whole bunch of other stuff. And if I can be sitting here telling you that, then uh, you can trust that it's available for you too. So I love you. Don't stop believing. Until next time, this is Astrologer DK Brainerd saying, May you go with the stars. (laughs) 